Welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast, an anthology series of women sharing the stories of how they carry the torch for future generations. I'm your host, Martelena Dawn Terpel, and today, sharing her story, we have Brandy Knight. Brandy Knight is the creatress of Inner Calling LLC, her life coaching, healing arts, and kundalini yoga practice. She is currently certified in modalities such as NLP, EFT, Law of Attraction, Hypnosis, Kundalini Yogic Science and Technologies, and the list continues to grow. The driving force behind her practice is to guide others through responsible emotional release work and deep accountability so that they can step into their full power. Brandy strongly believes that we are here to propel and awaken our lineage while leaving a lasting high vibe impact with our legacy. When not tending to her practice, she is focused on setting the best embodied examples for her daughter. She cherishes being a mom above all else and relishes in the alchemy that this life experience has to offer. Chapter six, Brandy Knight, for the children. The golden age, according to Kundalini Yoga, is a profound student-teacher bond where both parties are deeply dedicated to the lineage of teachers and the teachings that came before. Ultimately, the student becomes the teacher in passing down the teachings to their students, and thus the golden chain continues. My teacher, Guru Jagat, imprinted a legacy so deep into this time and space that the golden chain has created an indestructible web of wisdom across the planet and beyond. Her dedication to her lineage, piercing insight and razor sharp delivery cut through any Piscean spiritual bypassing wads of bullshit that have plagued the esoteric and new age scene over the years. It wasn't that Guru Jagat and I were friends or even that I agreed with her about everything. In truth, we never physically met during this life. Our connection was completely about her fully embodied teaching style. She taught us all who showed up and kept up, how to live in a way of being blunt and loving, in your face, honest and accountable, self-first and compassionate. It is something unique beyond words can articulate what this woman taught me through her embodied leadership while I was working with her. Beyond the yogic teachings, beyond the alchemy transmissions, and even beyond the unparalleled fashion, she taught me by example how to be a straight-up badass, how to be unapologetically alpha female. One of the first things I think about when I hear the word unapologetic is accountability. True unapologetic living oftentimes rubs people the wrong way if they are not taking accountability for their lives. For example, I no longer feel the need to apologize for my behaviors because I know I am consciously doing my best. In turn, I no longer require other people to apologize to me for stuff that might hurt or piss me off because I know we came together to learn and grow. I chose this life whether or not I remember doing so. It is a light code that is imprinted into my 30 trillion cells. I take full accountability for calling in every little thing in my life. Whether it was called in consciously or subconsciously, I made that shit. 
I know now that when shit hits the fan, it is a gift I give myself that lets me know I am ready for an upgrade. I create it all so that I can honor my mission. Fierce accountability and full responsible emotional expression is true strength. Using my voice, my sound, from a place of deep accountability is complete power, complete alpha. I spent so much of this life wrestling with a deep desire to be a fully embodied alpha. When I was younger, I would shove down my emotions, play dumb, push aside my abilities and my gifts. At moments, I fearfully took on toxic beliefs and behaviors from certain lineage traditions. It was as if I was just doing and believing things because that is how it had been done for so long without question. I witnessed at a young age that powerful women often got ridiculed. They were labeled loud, rude, even evil. I knew deep down though from a very young age that I chose a powerful mission in this life that would require my unbridled life force regardless of ridicule. That scared the shit out of me. I was so terrified of my power. I was terrified of my voice, my sound. I was terrified of other people's judgments and opinions. Yet I knew at some point I would have to shed those layers like a newborn baby shedding the call. I knew that I had to get loud and find my voice because I, again, chose as my mission to be a part of an awakened lineage, a lineage of highly conscious and fiercely embodied teachers. I came here to be a link in the golden chain. I had studied alchemy and esotericism for years before my daughter arrived. Yet it wasn't until I became a mother that I experienced alchemy on some next levels within my system. My daughter and I started communicating telepathically from the moment we first made eye contact. It was my baby girl reflecting my mission to me in those early moments of motherhood that shook me into remembrance. I saw our crystalline coded contract and dedicated myself to honoring it. Being a mommy helped me uncover all the emotions I had been hoarding and all those backlogged emotions that had been passed down within my family lineage. I was and continue to be completely dedicated to releasing those emotions that have been held on for so long. Completely committed to healing and growing on every level for myself and the family lineage. I was now ready to get big, get loud, find my voice and generate power from my sound, for my daughter and for me, her mother, the mother, the ma. Sound creates form. Absolutely everything is sound. That sound is vibrational frequency. The denser the sound, the stronger the frequency, the denser the form. Mantra chanting is practiced across the planet and has been since the beginning of time itself. Some of the first passages ever written refer to physical reality being created by words, by mantra, by sound. Law of attraction teaches us that thoughts manifest things into physical reality. Those thoughts are transmissions we receive in accordance to how we are focused. For example, I look out the window and see the rain. That point of focus might remind me that my body could use a glass of water. I drink a glass of water and a memory might pop up of my mother from childhood. That memory is projected from a chakra point and creates an emotional experience. 
thoughts manifest into emotions that are either expressed or repressed. The directional momentum of those emotions determines what form is manifested or manipulated from the sound current created by either their release or capture. We have been trained as a society to stifle our emotions, to fear anger and confrontation, to feel shame around crying and having tender moments. We have been taught that emotional pain is a weakness and should be hidden. That shoving your emotions down is a sign of strength. Have you ever wondered why shit might be hitting the fan in your life on repeat? Have you ever asked yourself how much more can you take? Have you ever thought that there might be more to life, but then second guess yourself and heave into outdated conditioned habits? Have you ever thought about why we have been conditioned in this way? What is the point of all this? We come to this planet as newborns crying and screaming to communicate to have our needs met. Nature commanding nurture. Unbridled emotional expression is our first language as humans. The first sacred mantras that are chanted on repeat. The first songs of our people. Unapologetic poetry recited from a space of primal power. If this physical reality was created out of original sound, could it be that each soul that comes to the planet creates fresh and new realities from their original sound? So what happened? Why have we been conditioned to silence our sound? Why have we been taught to turn our back on ourselves? Why is there a medical diagnosis for just about every form of emotional expression? Could it be to keep our power hidden from us? Could it be to prevent us from calling in the golden age? A tremendous amount of power is generated from empowered emotional expression. The throat chakra and the sacral chakra are directly related to emotional expression, sound currents, creativity, purpose, and individuality. Both of these chakras are deeply connected. The throat chakra is located near the physical throat at the spine and the sacral chakra is located near the sex organs. If one is out of alignment or injured in any way, it will greatly affect the other. For centuries, women have been tortured and killed for having the courage to release their sound and express their emotions. They have often been diagnosed with hysteria due to their emotional expressions. Throughout history, there have been a vast number of reasons why the hysteria diagnosis was given and hysterectomies were performed. One could have been that the dominating power generated by the empowered emotional expressions of alpha females taking accountability and remembering their mission was seen as a threat. These diagnoses and procedures took away a woman's primal power to be a portal to this planet and greatly affected their natural, physical, emotional, and hormonal experiences. It is possible that in many cases a hysterectomy procedure improves the quality of life, yet I still can't help but wonder about the root of how they got to the hysterectomy in the first place. In some cultures, female genital mutilation is still being performed to supposedly control a woman's sexual desires and make her more of a respectable woman. 
In some lineages, this barbaric procedure has been performed for centuries and is considered a normal tradition. According to these cultures, women that have not been altered by female genital mutilation are considered unsuitable for marriage, often seen as prostitutes and cast out by their community. If it interests you to get involved, I recommend researching organizations that are dedicated to stopping cultural violence, such as female genital mutilation. Women have been beaten down over time and manipulated into identifying with behaviors that are far from their potential. The power of accountability has been overshadowed by a false sense of duty to a role. In cultures all over the planet, if a woman obeys her husband, she is called a good wife. If she stands her ground with her peers, she is called a bitch. That shit is so Piscean. Men have not had it easy either. Male castration seems to date back to ancient times. There is a wild variety of reasons behind this barbaric ritual throughout its history. In some lineages, newborn babies had their testicles and penis removed. Keeping in mind the relationship between the genitals and the throat via the sacral and throat chakras, these procedures can drastically take the strength and power away from these humans. It can remove their source of creative force energy and alter their ability to use their body and sound current how they were intended to be used. The Roman Catholic Church is one of the more widely known participants that played a part in the castration of boys and young men for the sake of operas and oratorios. Women were banned from the Vatican, so they needed a specific sound frequency that apparently could only come from the castrato for singing the sacred songs of the Catholic lineage. To this day, some men continue to be tortured for the sake of cultural norms or religious traditions. Men are physically and emotionally having their creative force power taken away from them at ages when they are too young to understand or speak up for themselves. Men are being brainwashed out of their loving and caretaking nature. These beautiful men on the planet are shoving down their emotions by the fistful to pass the test of being a real man. My heart hurts for every little boy who played sweetly with baby dolls and was punished, who cried when he was in pain and got spanked for it, had a close and loving bond with another boy and was labeled and called names. These boys have been continually conditioned out of organic expression. If it interests you to get involved, I recommend researching organizations that are dedicated to stopping religious abuse and violence. Both men and women, masculine and feminine identifying and all other forms of identification have potentially had their power, their creative force, their voice and ability to communicate manipulated by an outside force. Why are arguably abusive traditions being passed down lineages without question in some cases? Why did we sign up to witness and go through this? Why did we choose this complex life? It's wild to consider that we did. Think about this though. When things are easy breezy and smooth sailing, we are less likely to dig deep and do the work. I believe that we signed up to face 
the effects of these atrocities because it is the contrast that creates the fuel in which we need to make huge changes and propel humanity and this planet into the golden age. We must do this step by step and support one another in the process. We must find our voices. Healthy communication is one of the top points of focus for clients in my therapeutic practice. In my practices with my clients, it goes hand in hand with responsible emotional release work and deep accountability. People have forgotten their ability to communicate and express themselves because we have been manipulated out of our power for centuries. It is time to rise and use our sound to liberate ourselves and those whose voices are not being heard. This highly orchestrated abuse that has occurred to both the masculine and the feminine has given way to so many organizations that promote a lack of accountability and irresponsible emotional expression and repression. Just take a quick look around. There is so much finger pointing and judgment and blame going around, waiting for someone else to do something about it and go first. We can do better than that. I can do better than that. I am doing better than that. By no stretch do I get it perfect. I have often created circumstances for myself to upgrade. One of the biggest muscles I have developed more recently is how to navigate people not liking me. Anyone who is in a space of leadership is going to have people really liking you, indifferent, and then just straight up loudly not into you. The Aquarian age leaders are coming to the table as highly sensitive and perceptive, which also means we are more vulnerable to psychic attacks. Strengthening your nervous system is highly recommended. Getting a dedicated daily alchemy practice is highly recommended. Responsible emotional release work is highly recommended. Accountability is highly recommended. Without these practices happening on the daily, leaders will get cut down to size and not fulfill their mission. I show up every single day to Kundalini yoga, emotional release work, sound and movement therapies, mantra and meditation. The time I spend on each might vary day to day. However, these practices are non-negotiable. I am a living example of the power of this work, the power of my sound. I am here as a woman, a student, a teacher, a guide, a mother, and a full-on alpha. I am dedicated to doing this deep work myself so I can pave the way for future generations to do the same. I am committed to walking the talk. I would love to invite you right now to dig deep and feel into why you are here. Are you living up to your mission? Have you gotten beat down and now you believe the lies that take your power away? Did you let yourself get brainwashed and distracted from accountability? Have you bogged yourself down with backlogged emotions because you are scared to feel shit? These are the things we need to look at and get real with to even remotely have a chance to call in the golden age for our children and future generations. Are you willing to risk our children's future on this planet and beyond? Or are you ready to dig deep and show up? This past year and a half, I created the opportunity to transition my healing arts and Kundalini yoga practice to completely online and over the phone from home. During this time, my baby girl witnessed my work. 
She witnessed mommy releasing her emotions through a variety of exercises. She saw mommy actively taking accountability for her life every single day. She saw mommy helping other people who were ready to be brave and walk through the shadow. Mommy didn't go away to work any longer. Mommy was working at home together with her. Just like life happens with mommy at home together with her. She started to see mommy's work as an inclusive part of mommy's life with her. She started to see that mommy is very important to a lot of people. She then started to experience her own remembering. In doing so, she is tapping into her importance and why she chose this life, her mission. Then it happened. Mommy, I feel sad and scared. Can we do some of your work stuff together? I wanna punch the pillow and breathe and make noise. I have been doing this work for a long time, both for myself and others. But it was that moment, the moment my courageous baby girl stepped into her power after witnessing mommy as an embodied guide. The moment I walked my baby girl through responsible emotional release and held my baby alpha in my arms as she found her voice and trembled her nervous system into an upgrade. As she shed the call of her outdated state of being, my baby girl harnessed her power and stepped onto her path, supported and held by her mommy protector. That is the moment I witnessed a massive shift in my family lineage. That is the moment I truly became the teacher in the golden chain. Roughly two months after my teacher, Guru Jagat, made her way off the planet, I became the alpha mommy teacher for my alpha baby student. The time is now to wake up. It is time to remember that we chose this life, that we chose choice, that we chose this mission to flex that choice. Now is the time to act, to release yourself from your emotional expression, to release yourself from your emotional repression, to set yourself free and find your voice, to love your voice and find your power, to love your power and create a legacy, to create a legacy that has an impact on generations, to step onto the path to be a link in the golden chain of your lineage. Let us make our sacred sounds together right now for ourselves and for those who no longer have a voice so that our future generations on this planet can be blissful. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us if you found this podcast to be helpful in your journey. If you would like to experience more from the other women who contributed to this series, you can purchase a digital or printed copy of Lineage Speaks on Amazon. All proceeds go to elamugirls.com a nonprofit organization giving young girls aged 14 to 18 in Kenya a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Saving girls in Kenya from genital mutilation, sex tourism, or becoming a child bride and changing their lineage story. Once again, thank you for listening. And remember, 
you get to write your own story, how it connects you to the stories of the past and how you guide the stories of the future. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on. <laughs>